0: Clap those hands together in the joy of the Lord. Turn in your Bibles if you would. Smartphones, 1 John 1, 5 through 10. 1 John 1 5 through 10. New Living Translation. This is the message we heard from Jesus and now declare to you. God is is light and there is no darkness in him at all so we are lying if we say we have fellowship with god but go on living in spiritual darkness we're not practicing the truth but if we are living in the light as god is in the light then we have fellowship with each other in the blood of Jesus his son cleanses us from all sin if we claim we have no sin we are only fooling ourselves and not living in the truth but if we confess our sins to him he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all wickedness. If we claim we have not sinned, we are calling God a liar and showing that his word has no place in our hearts. Amen. You may go to your seats around the building. I want you to turn your attention back to verse number seven. But if we live But if we are living in the light, as God is in the light, then we have fellowship with each other. And the blood of Jesus, his son, cleanses us from all sin. Amen. I want to look at those words which find themselves in the A clause of verse 7 of 1 John 1 living in the light living in the light we know that the light is Jesus and Jesus is indeed the light of the world I've talked this weekend about lights And how we as believers have the potential to shine. Our shining is a reflection of our relationship and connection to God. As I'm connected to God, there will be a glow, a shine. Something unique, something special. Not something that I could pick up at a makeup counter or something that only happens in that brief moment, but shining, regardless of my clothing choices. That's why even next weekend we will come to worship and we might be in casual attire but still shining no matter where you are you have the responsibility as a disciple as an ambassador you have the responsibility to shine shining in difficult spaces shining when people around you are not so nice but you still have the ability to shine. Shining, as we think about Paul on the road to Damascus, he fought as, and he was, he, because he was on the wrong side. And God had to pull him out of where he was, lead him into where he needs to go. I want you to live in the light. Living in the light, not just during church time. Living in the light, not only dependent on you being around other believers, but you also living in the light when you are around difficult people or difficult situations. Living in the light, in spite of the diagnosis, in spite of the trouble, in spite of the things that can weight you down, I'm still living in the light. Living in the light is not my dependence on my profession. We're looking now, as I was reading on my way to bed last night, about all of the many persons who are losing their jobs in the tech industry because the tech industry beefed themselves up to handle all of the traffic that took place during the pandemic. But now, there is now becoming a shift. And because of that shift, massive layoffs are taking place. Facebook, Google, all of these, Amazon. Matter of fact, thousands of workers on from Google went to bed thinking they had a job. Woke up, tried to sign in to their emails and found out that they had been released while they were sleeping. Living in the light is not just trying to walk around because you have the access to designer things. Living in the light is not trying to just impress your friends or trying to impress people who are never going to be impressed. Instead of saying, I'm going to live my life pleasing in the eyesight of God, living in the light Living in the light, that's what is the backdrop of this passage that we share in this worship experience. You need to understand that living in the light is something, number one, living in the light is strengthened by the fellowship with other believers. Living in the light, as I am around others, I can uh, realize how God can bless me when I come in this building and I see another miracle over there and I see another miracle over there. Oh, I can look in the mirror and I can see that God is still working things out, living in the light. That's what's the blessing of worship. And I said the other day about how critical worship is and our worship is something that is indeed uh, essential for one's positive development. I am am positively influenced because of my being in worship. Yes. And, and, And this message and this word, even in verse number seven, it says, then when we have fellowship with each other and the blood of Jesus, his son cleanses us from all sin, living in the light, he said, I, "I'm living in the light. I want to fellowship with others. I want to. That's one of the things. That's the danger of the pandemic has was isolation and and the lack of being able to come together. That's why I believe that one of our our strongest services coming back was Wednesday at noon because Wednesday at noon we had seasoned saints." who said, I'm tired of being at home, and they said, I'm coming back, I'm coming back. I'm not quite ready to see what the weekend looks like yet, but I'm at least going to come back on Wednesday. And then we saw the Wednesday audience grow and grow because they were tired of isolation. When you are a believer, and, and matter of fact, many of you that know anything about the church, you know something about afternoon services, and you know something about fellowship and all of that. Matter of fact, there were, there were certain ministries and churches back in the day had nothing to do with soul winning. Zero. But the, what it did, there was a sense of nurturing. They, 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 matter of fact, I remember one of the ministries was called the Busy Bee Club. What is a Busy Bee Club? Oh, that's a bunch of nosy folk trying to figure out what's going on. What is a busy bee club? I'm I'm trying to say to you, my brothers and sisters, that we want to live in the light and our light is enhanced by others. This passage of understanding that that I realize, but we are living in the light because we know that God is the light and I want to have fellowship with others, but also I'm covered by the blood. And I know the blood still works. I thank God that when I come into worship, I don't have to come in with my head down, but I can come in lifting up my head and giving God praise. Oh, I gotta, do I have a witness in here? You know the challenges you've had, yet God gives you the strength to keep on climbing. I'm living in the light. The light of Jesus, the light, the light of Jesus, every load can be lifted. Every challenge can be dealt with. Every time you're in a dark space, God says, I've got you. I've got got your front, your back. I'm going to help to navigate Ruth. I'm going to help you to get through it. And I'm going to keep on living in the light. I'm living in the light. I'm living in the light. I'm giving God praise. I'm lifting up my hands. And I might not have a choir voice, but I got a voice. And the Bible said that everything that had breath praised the Lord. I've come with a praise on my lips. I, my God, you might want me to be quiet. But I'm praising God. The other day we buried one of our, one of our faithful members. And I came in and I blew my whistle. Because I remembered her late daughter who would come to church and she would come with flags and a whistle and she would make noise. And, and I said to her family the other day as I was shaking their hands, I said, I'm getting ready to do something and no other service is going to get. And when I got back to the pulpit, I pulled out my whistle and I blew it and they gave a standard ovation because every one of them got it because they remembered her blowing that whistle. I said, that's what we thank in God, that light that shines through our lives. You have to understand that's the dynamic, that's the reality. And you need to also know that honest confession to God maintains continual fellowship. I've got to honestly come to you, God. I I can't be dishonest. You can be dishonest with your friends. You can try to pump yourself up and all that kind of stuff. But when you come to God, you have to come to God. And there's no need for you to come to God with pretense because he knows the good, bad, and the ugly. Yet he says, come unto me, all you that labor and are heavy laden, and I will. I love you. In spite of what you've done, in spite of where you've gone, I still love you. I love you when you are going left when I told you to go right. I love you. I love you. I love you. God loves us. And I'm thanking God for that, that love that is everlasting love. Thank thank you, God, for loving us. And I come to you, God, and I come to you being honest with you, God. I I don't need to lie. I don't need to, to try to pump myself up. The ninth verse, but if we confess our sins to Him, He is faithful. I got to confess my sins. I, I, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. I confess my sins. I come to God. And, and Lord, if you would for just, I want you to forgive me of my sins and to cleanse me from all of my wickedness. But, but if I say I haven't sinned, that's a problem. 10th verse says, if we claim we have not sinned, we are, only, we are calling God a liar. Don't you come trying to act like you've been doing everything right all your life. I don't care how long you've been a part of this church. Oh, everybody has strayed, but I'm giving God praise that no matter how low you've gone, God says, be honest with me. I'm going to be honest with you, God. I'm going to be honest with myself. I'm not going to fake it out. I'm not going to fake it until I can make it. I'm going to be honest. I'm struggling. Come on, somebody. Somebody, sometimes you come to God, I know you got all those happy phrases, I'm blessed and I'm highly favored. No, sometimes you're not feeling all that blessed, all that highly favored. You say, I'm struggling. I need your prayer. My faith is being challenged. That's why you come into fellowship with other people because when you're going through challenging moments, you don't want to be by yourself. I need for somebody to come with me. I need for you to yoke with me in prayer. I need for you to, I've seen you come through your challenges. Now I need for you to help me to get out of where I am. Sometimes I feel myself in a depressed state. Lord, I'm turning it over to you. Be honest with God. Some folk, that folk need your honesty. You know, we, some of us, we get so cleaned up and we don't, even, we don't even remember what we used to do. We end up having spiritual amnesia. Matter of fact, I used to ask it in our new members' breakfasts and new members' gatherings. I said, what's the worst thing you've ever done? I, I stopped asking that question. Because one of our members told me about armed robbery, how they come in and everybody, I told them to hit the deck. Yeah, and and this uh, looked like a good church going sister. I I couldn't even picture her doing that. He said, no, Reverend, I I came in there with a loaded pistol. I said, everybody hit it. I stole from the cash register. But I'm thanking God that no matter what we've done, come on, somebody. We're not coming to God like we've done everything right. But like we come to God and say, Lord, I turn it over to you. We got folk now, you have addictions you're dealing with. You've got anger issues you're dealing with. And, and I, know, I know you can put on the good church face. I know you can. I know you know the, the, the religious lingo and language. You, you know how to say it. But my God, you can praise with the saints, but you can cuss with the sinners too. Come on, somebody. I was looking at a website of a particular church and they were going on a fast. They were going on a fast. We said we're going, we're, not going to, we're going to get away from fried foods. We're going to limit our TV time. And this particular church said, we are going to take a break from recreational drugs. Come on, somebody. This is a church. Say, we're taking a break. We're fasting from recreational drugs. What does that mean? That after the fast is over, I return? You need to look at where you go. Look at the decisions that you make. I'm not, I'm not saying this as a put down, but I'm saying this to understand that if you want to live in the light, living in the light requires your consistency. We're not here. My, I, I ran into a fellow right here at FedEx and he was talking to me, I don't cuss on Sundays. Yeah, I, mean, yeah, I don't I, Six days out of the week is fine, but I don't cuss on Sunday. I don't drink. No, I'm not talking about what you don't do on Sunday. And you got other folks, they don't, I don't do that in church. You acting ugly. You don't act, no. And then you, what you can act that way when you get out? Living in the light. Even when I'm not around anybody that knows anything about my church life or my faith life. But they say something is unique and different about you. I want you to be real. Do I have a witness here? I don't need for your fake and your phony. I need for you to be real if you're struggling to bring it to the altar. The Bible says cast your cares upon him because he cares for you no matter what's going on. I, I see some folk in here right now. The Lord has brought us from a mighty long way, yet he's not through with us yet. I know some of us slipped in the pandemic. I know we did. I know, we, I know we slipped, but here I, we come back to you. God, God, you know what I've done. But Lord, I turn it over. I want to turn over a new leaf, a new page. I'm turning it over to you. I want my finances to be blessed. I want my family to be blessed. I want my future to be blessed. And the blessing is going to start with me because I'm going to start understanding I'm living in the light seven days a week, 24 hours a day. Yeah. Sometimes you have to make that decision for your family. Now, your family, they will have to make their decisions for themselves. They can be a, they, you can benefit by the decision of somebody else, but you have to make your own decision. I've decided to follow Jesus. Practicing the truth means sharing the good news of Jesus. If I'm practicing that which is true, I'm making sure that I'm sharing about the greatness of Jesus. He's, I've got good news. Bishop John Bryant stood here last week and says, I got good news. I'm, I'm thanking God that we, that we have good news. Good news is the Lord is the best thing that can ever happen in your life. Good news is that you were, I was once blind spiritually, but now I'm in the light. I'm living in the light because God has given me access, access to that light. This is the message in 1 John 1, 5. This is the message we heard it from Jesus and now declare it to you. God is light. There's no darkness in him. I'm thanking you, God, that this light is making a difference in all of our lives. And and, and that sixth verse, it says, so we are lying if we say we have fellowship with God, but go on living in spiritual darkness. But if I'm living in the light, I'm thank God that I'm practicing the truth. I'm letting the world know about the greatness of a great God. I'm talking about a God who has walked with me, a God who has loved me, a God who gives me open communication. I'm thanking you, God, that whenever I need you, all I gotta do is call on you. Calling on your name. Take your burdens to the Lord and leave them there no matter what goes on in your life. Lord, I'm turning it over to you because I wanna live in the light. I wanna walk in the light. I wanna sing in the light. The joy that I have, the world did not give it to me. And the world could give you joy temporarily but God gives you joy eternally. Do I have a witness in here? I have eternal joy because God has stepped into my life. I'm larger. I can go further. I can do more. I can reach higher. You can knock me down, but I can get back up again. No matter what goes on, I'm bringing it to you, God. Bring your depression, bring your anger, bring your illness, bring your finances. Here I am, God. I turn it over to you. And when I turn it over to you, you can do a miracle. When I turn it over to you, you can turn things around. When I give it over to you, it won't look the same anymore. Because at one time, before you got saved, you acted differently. You walked differently. You've dealt with challenges differently. But now I've given my life uh, to the Lord. And since I've given my life uh, to the Lord, I can stand up to my problems. Uh, I can look to uh, the problem solver. I don't get wrapped up in the crisis, uh, but I turn to the Christ uh, who can take care of everything anything, all things. I'm thanking God. That's why I'm praising him. I'm praising him on a Sunday morning. I'm praising him that I got up this morning with my mind stayed on Jesus. I'm praising God that he is my Alpha and my Omega. He's my beginning and my end. He's my first and my last. I'm praising God because he can make a Way out of no way, I'm praising God because He can fight my battles. I'm praising God that He can heal my body. Is there anybody in the house this morning? And you, I said, you don't mind praising His name. I will bless the name of the Lord. I will give God the glory. Ain't it all? Ain't all? And they are all right Say yeah Say yeah Yeah Living In The light Not all light But the light And Jesus is The light Of The whole world Hallelujah You've been listening to the radio broadcast of the First Baptist Church of Highland Park in Landover, Maryland. If you want to receive a CD or DVD of what you have just heard, please call 301 773 6655 or visit us on the World Wide Web, fbhp.org. And remember, there's power at the park. I'm ready to